On this week's episode of Saturation, Cade kicks things off by paying tribute to the legendary Chadwick Boseman and reads off some touching celebrity tributes. Rest in power. Grace unpacks the VMAs after months of no carpets or award shows. We weren't sure how to feel about the format, but overall, MTV did their best and we give them props for that. Song of the Week praises Bubblegum Pop and serves as a perfect segue into the James Charles and Emma Chamberlain collab that we forgot how much we missed. Chrissy Teigen's pregnancy cravings are about to rip her tongue off, and Forbes has released a list of the highest-earning celebrities. Don't miss out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Saturation. Me and Kate were just talking ahead of time. So many exciting things happening um, in his world and this week. Yes. Just excited. We've got some fun and some sad news to share. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a lot is going on, I feel like, um, in the world right now. And I do have some exciting news to share, but I'm not going to share it now. Um, yes. on on. I'm, making, just... I'm making a note real quick because I just thought of something. Um, okay, yes, guys, welcome. I am all over the place today, so I apologize for that right off the bat. And I also apologize for any background noise because it's storming here, a lot of rain. Yeah, we're having a little bit of rain too, but it's more like trickly. Too intense. Okay, I was going to ask. Also, if there's anybody out there listening that was affected in some way by the hurricane, our thoughts and prayers go out to you. Um, yeah. We've had like crazy weather here, but obviously I know it's nothing in compared to the hurricane, but still. Right. Okay, I'm going to start uh, just because what my topic this week is, is a little more, I don't know, you guys, it's so heartbreaking to me, and Grace and I haven't discussed it at all, um, but I feel like it's one of those moments that I'm, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people can relate to this, so Grace, you tell me if you can also relate, but I feel like there's been definite definite moments in pop culture, in celebrity news, where something really tragic happens and you will go back and always remember like where you were, what you were doing, how you found out about it. Like hundred percent. The way that this happened is so ingrained in my brain. I was literally, I went to get drinks really last minute with someone on Friday night and I got home and I was on the phone with my friend Stephanie and I was just like, you know, and you know, like when you're checking Instagram, I have a really bad habit of like checking it, looking at the first post that pops up and then watching stories. So I was Mm -hmm. kind of like on the phone with her slash checking Instagram and every post that was coming to the top, I just noticed was the same person. I I had the same experience. Okay, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't even, I wasn't even paying attention enough because I was on the phone with her who that person was, but I knew just by like the quick one and a half, one and a half second glances that it was the same person. And I was like, why is the same person in so many posts? It didn't even register with me like, oh shoot, something's not, like something's happened. Um, And so for anyone who might not have heard, which I would be shocked because it's literally been everywhere, um, Chadwick Boseman, um, actor, philanthropist, passed away last week um, on Thursday or Friday at the age of 43. He's he's best known for playing Black Panther in the Marvel Universe. He's also played iconic um, real-life people as well, Um, Jackie Robinson, James Brown, he died of colon cancer, um, 
randomly. Um, and I say that because no one even knew that he had cancer. No one knew he was sick. It was a very tight lipped thing. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the thing I wanted to ask you about, like not even like his co-stars or like anyone. Right. Knew. No, no, I'm telling you as far as what I've read and what I've seen, no one knew, which ah. is so crazy to me. I want to read you the statement that they, his family posted, um, all online everywhere. Um, you know, they put it on all his socials and it was actually the most liked tweet ever. It had like over 5 million likes last time I looked at it. Um, they posted a beautiful black and white photo of him that says, it is with immeasurable grief that we confirm the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016 and battled it um, these last four years as, as it progressed to stage five, I believe. Stage five or four. I'm awful with the numerals. I'm so sorry. Um, a true fighter, Chadwick, persevered through it all and brought you many of the films you have come to love so much. From Marshall to... The Five Bloods, August Wilson's, May Riley's, Black Bottom, and several more, all were filmed during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy. It was the honor of his career to bring King T'Challa. I'm so sorry. I have a hard time saying that name, but that's mm. um, the, the Black Panther's real life name, um, to life in Black Panther. He died in his home with his wife and family by his side. The family thanks you for your love and prayers and asks that you continue to respect his privacy during this difficult time. And I just think the shock of it all, because listen, we all know that there's been celebrities that have passed that have been sick and it's obviously awfully sad and tragic, but there's something about a surprising passing Mm-hmm. that really just knocks us all off our feet for a few seconds. Agreed. And listen, I love the Marvel Universe more than the next person. I, Black Panther is a phenomenal movie. I will say I was in no way like a super fan. I was obviously a fan of his and know who he is and loved mm-hmm. his work. But I can only imagine, like, I feel so heartbroken by the situation. I can only imagine people who are diehard fans or especially the younger generation that really grew up with Black Panther. Like we grew up with like Batman or Spider-Man, like they grew up with the Black Panther, especially African-American children. And, you know, for his community, he did such a phenomenal job advocating and being a light and a force. And so I just know how I feel about the whole thing. And I cannot imagine how others are feeling. Um, I mean, the comments and the condolences were obviously pouring in. Yeah. I'm going to read a few um, just so you guys know because I think it's important. I also, before I do that, I wanted to make mention that the Black Panther direct- director had no idea that he was even sick at all and spent the last year writing Black Panther 2. Wow. That just goes to show you, like, that was one of his greatest roles and he was obviously so involved in that and the director of that didn't even know that he was ill. So a lot of these comments and tributes that I'm going to be reading, I, I imagine that they did not know. So I encourage you guys, what I've done is I've really put myself in the shoes of like, these people, when they found out this news, probably instantly, like a lot of people do when someone passes so tragically, you think back to the last time you saw them. 
and what that interaction was like or the last time you spoke to them. Obviously, he's probably not been around a lot of people either because of the pandemic and because of quarantine. So there's probably a lot of friends and family members that he hadn't seen in a while, whether they knew or not. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I don't think a lot of people did know. Um, and, And I think as far as like a lot of people have talked to me and we've, I've had discussions about the secrecy of it all. And I think the thing about it was he was so strong and so good in his craft that I, I'm just willing to bet you, he didn't want any type of pity. He did not want anyone having pity on him and he wanted to live his life to the fullest. I mean, that's so crazy to think that like, yeah. When I even have the slightest bit of a cough at work, I'm like, <clears throat> can't come. Right, exactly. And he's like filming all these insane movies and doing all these stunts. And I mean, you're right. That's an amazing point. Yeah, like how does one, and like I saw Michael B. Jordan's post, which I'm sure we'll get yes, to in, yes. on Instagram, but like it sounds like they were absolute best friends. Like did literally just his family know? Like that's so crazy. And I mean, that's just from everything that I've seen, that's just kind of what I expect. I also want to mention, this is so weird. I have the smallest personal connection to this story. Like I'm not trying to make it about me. That's not what I'm doing. But I want to tell you guys this because it adds to how the whole thing went down. So Mm -hmm. I started a new job with the Arkansas Cinema Society earlier this month. And literally nine days before this message, they sent me an article and they were like, will you please post this? There is a limited series that's going to be coming that's been, that's in production or not production. I guess it's been written and it's being sold. Um, And it was announced nine days before his passing and Chadwick Boseman was an executive producer. And we were posting about it because the limited series is about the Little Rock Nine, which is in Arkansas. For anyone that doesn't know about the Little Rock Nine, it's a very big historic moment in our history, in Arkansas history, but especially in the civil rights movement. It was when schools desegregated for the first time, and the nine students that went to Little Rock Central High School were the first nine students ever to go to an all-white high school. I do believe believe that's correct. I took Arkansas history. I... If if I'm messing up some details, my grandfather like lived in Little Rock at the time, so I'm sure if he's listening, he's like, well, actually, but <laughs> I, I, that just goes to show you, like they announced that project nine days before his death, and he was fully involved and planning to see the project through. So either things like decreased really rapidly, or he just really didn't want people to know, or he was that strong. Like there's a lot. Of, I just that connection. When I was like, we just posted about him. Like, I tagged him in the post. Like, I was like, and they were talking about how he's such a great guy. And so it was very weird to have recently done that and then to see his passing and hear that it was a secret. And so that just kind of goes to show you how just how what such a what a hard worker he was and how dedicated he was. And what a shock this was. Right, exactly. Okay, I'm going to read there's been several comments and I just picked out some of the basic ones. Um, also I just clicked on this and I want to bring it up. I don't know if you remember this grace, but as Mm -hmm. avid red carpet lovers, anytime Mm -hmm. Chadwick was on a red carpet on Twitter, there was always all these conversations about he looks so tired. Why does he look like that? He's had this dramatic weight loss and 
people were commenting on his things being so harsh that he eventually deleted a lot of pictures. He turned off his comments on Instagram and no one knew that he had cancer. Oh my God. This is why, like, I think if we can take anything away from this situation, yeah. it is like, if, if you notice a drastic change in someone's appearance, like don't say anything. Right. And just, you never know what people are going through. Or know what people are going through. And like, to think that he was reading those comments and like, it just makes me so sad. It literally gives me chills. It, me too. Um, okay. Some tributes. Chris Evans, AKA Captain America posted mm -hmm. a series of photos of them. And he said, I'm absolutely devastated. This is beyond heartbreaking. Chadwick was special, a true original. He was a, he was a deeply committed and constantly curious artist. Few performers have such power and versatility. He had so much amazing work still left to create. I'm endlessly grateful for our friendship. My thoughts and prayers are with his family. Rest in power, King. Um, on Chris Evans' post, Octavia Spencer commented and said, So true, honey. So true. Um, Josh Glad posted a series of texts from Chadwick, um, and he captioned it and said, this is one of my final texts from the brilliant and once in a lifetime talent, Chadwick Boseman, take this in and celebrate life. He knew how precious every moment was. Take none of it for granted. And the texts are really just like they're recent and they're just inspiring. It's very long, so I'll we we have a, several tributes to read, so I'll skip that. But comments by celebs posted a wonderful roundup, and Josh Glad's screenshots of the text are in there if you want to read them. Um, Will Smith shared a video of Chadwick um, giving out an award at the MTV um, Movie and TV Awards, and Will C posted and said, "The seeds of your manifestations can." can your seeds of your magnificent contributions will be blossoming in our hearts forever. You made us proud to be us. Thank you. And Halle Berry commented and said, well said. Wow. Barack Obama posted a picture of the two of them and said, Chadwick came to the White House to work with kids when he was playing Jackie Robinson. You could tell right away he was blessed to be young, gifted, and black. To use the power to give them heroes to look up to. To do it all while in pain. What a use of his years. Yeah. Um, again, Twitter quote tweeted the tweet and the statement that his family put out on his account and said, most liked tweet ever, a tribute fit for a king, hashtag Wakanda forever. Um, Mark Ruffalo, who plays the Hulk in the Avengers series, posted a photo of Chadwick doing the Wakanda forever on the red carpet, it looks like at the Vanity Fair red carpet, just saying I know my red carpet, and said, all I have to say is the tragedies assessing this year, or I'm sorry, all I have to say is the tragedies amassing this year have only been made more profound by the loss of at Chadwick Boseman. What a man, what an immense talent. Brother, you were one of the all-time greats, and your greatness has only was only beginning. Lord love you. Rest in power, King. Angela Bassett, who plays the queen slash his mother in Black Panther, and I freaking love Angela Bassett, she posted a photo of them hugging, and it, it starts out with a quote. It says, It was meant to be for Chadwick and me to be connected, for us to be family. But what many don't know is our story began long before his historic run as Black, Can as Black Panther. During the pre 
premiere party for Black Panther, Chadwick reminded me something. He whispered that when I received my honorary degree from Howard University, his alma mater, he was the student assigned to escort me that day. And here we were, years later, as friends and colleagues, enjoying the most glorious night ever. We'd spent weeks prepping, working, sitting next to each other every morning in makeup chairs, prepping for the day together as mother and son. I'm honored that we enjoyed that full circle experience. This young man's dedication was awe-inspiring. His smile, contagious. His talent, unreal. So I pay tribute to a beautiful spirit, a consummate artist, a soulful brother, Thou art not dead, but flown afar. All you possess, Chadwick, you freely gave. Rest now, sweet prince. Hashtag Wakanda forever. I'm getting, like, increasingly more sad at all these tributes. You can just tell how powerful. Robert Downey Jr., who plays Iron Man, posted a series of photos and said, Mr. Bozeman leveled the playing field while fighting for his life. That terrorism. I'll remember the good times, the laughter, and the way he changed the game. Hashtag Chadwick forever. And Gwyneth Paltrow, who plays Robert Downey Jr.'s wife on the Avengers series, commented broken heart emojis. Um, let's see. I have... And just to more. think that, like, no one knew. So the utter right. shock of it all, like, all of these close friends of his probably heard it through yeah. headlines, you no, know? exactly, yeah. No, exactly. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow posted a photo of him and said, I was lucky enough to spend some time with at Chadwick Boseman on set of The Avengers. I was so struck by his presence. He was the embodiment of the modern man, strong, intelligent, graceful, self-possessed. I'm deeply sad to hear of his passing this morning. What a beautiful legacy he created in such a short life. And then, one of the best ones, kind of like, you are not kind of like you did mention grace michael b jordan's um i'll read it to you guys just because it's kind of long but i think it's important he posted several photos of them and said i've been trying to find the words but nothing comes close to how i feel i've been reflecting on every moment every conversation every laugh every disagreement every hug dot 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 everything i wish we had more time one of the last times we spoke you said we were forever linked and now the truth of that means more to me than ever since nearly the beginning of my career, starting with all my children when I was 16 years old, you paved the way for me. You showed me how to be better, honor, purpose, and create legacy. And whatever you've known it, and whether you've known it or not, I've been watching, learning, and constantly motivated by your greatness. I wish we had more time. Everything you've given the world, the legends and heroes that you've shown us, we are, will live on forever. But the thing that hurts the most is that I now understand how much of a legend and hero you, in all caps, are. Through it all, you never lost sight of what you loved most. You cared about your family, your friends, your craft, your spirit. You cared about the kids, the community, our culture, and humanity. You cared about me. You are my big brother, but I never fully got a chance to tell you or to truly give you your flowers while you were here. I wish we had more time. I'm more aware now than ever that time is short with people we love and admire. I'm going to miss your honesty and generosity, your sense of humor, and incredible gifts. I'll miss the gift of sharing space with you in scenes. I'm dedicating the rest of my days to live the way you did, with grace, courage, and no regrets. Quote, is this your king? End quote. Yes, he is. Rest in power, brother. Oh my gosh. There's like a thousand, and I think that just goes to show you the the man that he was and the person that he was and i i totally agree i wish we had more time and it it really does make you think and um 
I just, I, I, I've been so moved by so much of it and I just, I, I'm, I'm praying for his family and all his fans and all his loved ones. A really cool thing on Sunday night, ABC, as in the network, um, aired the Black Panther for two straight hours with no commercials. And then there was a tribute, um, special following and a lot of the these people that I just mentioned that gave tribute spoke on there but the cool thing is that they were they were recorded before he died so I guess it, they just took different segments from one set and things and um mm -hmm. so they were saying that about him when he was alive and now that he's passed and I think that 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 is really it it's it's very powerful and um I just I, I I pray for the for the future generations that they will take his um, the work he's done and only add on to it in the ways that he would. So rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Totally. It feels oh. so weird to like switch topics and. I know, doesn't it? Yeah, it I'm does. Just thinking the same. It does. It does. Um, but yeah, I thank you for explaining all that because I was like interested to hear everything yeah. of course um, of course yeah so our next topic we wanted to get like the sad one out of the way first yeah so we're gonna just switch gears yeah. now to the vmas um Gosh. kate and i were pretty excited a to see how they would do it mm -hmm. and like b to just have like a carpet again mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so, something anything yeah, we haven't had a carpet since, I don't think, the Grammys. The Oscars. Oscars. Okay, I looked. So. I was like, when was the last time? Yeah. Yeah, and you guys know me and Kate live for a good carpet. So we were mm -hmm. ready, and we were interested to see how it would happen. And Kate, you reposted something to your story, and I think it just epitomized how I felt about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I know I saved it on my Instagram, but it was like, um, someone like doing math equations being like me trying to figure out what's yeah. happening. The yeah. 2020 yeah. VMAs. I've heard some people say they really liked it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know that I disliked it. Listen, my main takeaway is I would be lying if I said that I didn't miss an actual red carpet. I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss the audience. But for what they were given and for the times that we are in and for such uncertainty they literally did the best that they could like i don't know anything else they could have done differently right i agree with that like i don't know what could have been done differently so ultimately i think they did a good job i think yeah. it's just the it fact weird, that it but... was so different was like yeah. absolutely what is going on and the green screens <laughs> everything was green screen like what's live I don't what think much. Not? Listen, I, like, I got some insight for you on the live thing. Okay, yeah, give me the tea on this. So I actually got the opportunity to be in the VMA's audience for Kelly Clarkson, Madison Beer, and maybe someone else for their tapings. And, like, there was a whole, like... They, so basically how they did it was everybody came in at separate times and did their tapings and they put them all together. And then if like a lot of the artists were in LA, like Miley Cyrus, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, all in LA, they filmed in studios in LA on green screens and then sent it to New York. And so then they basically montaged the whole show. Like, I don't even think Kiki Palmer's mo opening monologue was live. Like, I don't I think any of it was but like, 
then why make it seem live? I, I guess is what I don't get. I think because for marketing purposes, they wanted to be able to say the first live award show during the pandemic. Like, I think they wanted to take that name and draw attraction to that. And it wasn't that it wasn't, like, I'm not going to say it wasn't not live because it wasn't like all these people were just sitting in their homes but it wasn't live, you know? It was like a medium. It was like in between those two things. And I guess maybe they didn't know what to call that. Um, I guess they could have just had pre-recorded, but that all also doesn't really make sense either. Yeah. Again, I think they did the best that they could, but it, I don't think it was live. I don't think any of it was live, really. I really. don't either, honestly. Like, like, there were parts that had me convinced, but looking back and, like, watching performances back over, I'm like, yeah. none of this was. Yeah. I know for a fact, like, straight-up fact, that um, The weekend shot all his stuff on Thursday. Bella Hadid shot all her stuff on Friday. Um, Maluma shot his stuff on Wednesday. Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, Doja Cat, again, all shot in L.A. Um, Madison Beers was on Saturday. Kelly Clarkson's was on Saturday. Joey King's was on Thursday. Like, I don't know anybody that was there on Sunday. Like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and they. I think the thing that makes it weird is that, like, the performers were acting like it was live. Right. It was all, I mean, it was, I mean, it was weird. I mean, there's no, like, I, like. Like, were the acceptance speeches live? No. Because, like, for example, spoiler, but we're going to tell you anyways. Lady Gaga accepted four different awards. She's posting on her Instagram stories in a blanket sitting on the couch with her manager. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so. I don't. I. Re- I don't think anybody's. I really. I. I. I mean, maybe some of. May. I don't know. I like. I. I don't. I. Kiki. I don't know. I don't think any of hers was live either. Me neither. But can we talk about Kiki Palmer? Who okay. Hosted? Yeah, we talk about Kiki Palmer. Okay, I've been a Kiki Palmer stan. I think she's so talented, so likable. Uh huh. And what a host! Like. First of all, she's just amazing at speaking. Like when she was, she's on um, Michael. Well, it got canceled. GMA three, Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki. That's right. Okay, so when she was on that, I was like, "This is like totally what she's called to do." Like, yes, that's me too. Yeah, and like I have always thought she's an incredible singer, incredible dancer, incredible actress, and then triple threat. Dang, girl. Because I feel like a lot of times those talk show people are, like, a little awkward and, like, yeah. say kind of cringy stuff. Like, yeah. I feel like she cuts out all that awkward energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to see her hosting um, literally, an award show, I was like, this is, like, so your niche. And not that she can't still do other things, but I was like. Right, right. You know when people are multi-talented, but, like, they have one thing that's your favorite thing they do? Yeah. For her, it's, like, that for me. Yeah. No, I get that. My and I big, love her singing a lot. My biggest thing about Kiki, for those of you that didn't watch, is she got out there, and especially her opening monologue, she talked and made you as a viewer feel like she was talking to a room of a thousand plus people. And yeah. she was talking to nobody. Like, that type of energy and personality and just performance, like, there's not many people that could have done that job. 
And they picked an excellent, that was an excellent choice to, to choose her as host. For I real, agree. For real, for real. She was cracking me up. I could not stop laughing at some of the stuff she was saying. Yes. I think that's why, like, I think she's so good at cutting out the awkward energy because she, like, is funny. And she's she not afraid is. to, like, say goofy stuff. No, and it's, like, real. But I feel like a lot of times when other talk show hosts try to do that, it just comes off as cringy, but, like, mm. not at all for her. It's so real. Like, one time, like, a lot of the performances, you guys, were in different areas of New York. And so she'd pop up over here, and then she'd pop up over there. And one time yeah. she said, they got me on top of every building, y'all. And, I mean, <laughs> she's just so good. And, like, one time they were at the zoo, like, the Brooklyn Zoo filming something. And she's, like, outside doing a little skit. And she says something about, like, uh, she's like, I got to go see these cats from the WAP video. Oh, my and God. I'm so bad. funny. And then she says, like, you're cattier than Carol Baskin. Like, she was just, like, you could just tell these little things that were just rolling off the tongue. Totally, like, she didn't practice that. So good. Bravo, Kiki Palmer. Bravo. Bravo. Um... um. Okay, I want to talk about, I know this is your topic, but I want to talk about this quote-unquote red carpet. I'm, I'm air quoting. Yeah, that's the other thing that has me so effing confused. Like, did they you just can't... come and, like, get their picture taken, like, on no. different days? Or Yeah, so, when, so they did everything. If they were presenting, they did a red carpet, they did interviews, they did the presenting, and they left. They did it all. Because... Like, in front of a green screen? Yes, because last week... The, um, somebody's red carpet picture, Joey King's red carpet yeah. picture got leaked. Okay. And so, yeah, they, and, 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 and sources said that they had them just come in to, to prevent the amount of people in one space and all the things that they, um, that they did it all in one. But so it wasn't really a red carpet. Like, I mean, I guess it was, but it was like it. It wasn't like you didn't see footage; you just saw pictures of them with with the backdrop behind them. Okay. And none of them were on it at the same time, obviously. Also, an important thing to note: the um, if you were going to be in New York coming to do your part on the green screen or whatever, you were required to COVID test three to four days before and then quarantine three to four days, and then take a COVID test on the day before you came on set. And if you're a performer, they had you take them, like, before you started, during your rehearsal, X, Y, and Z. Um, mm-hmm. And last week, I think we mentioned that a lot of people were flying in, but I, I do think they minimized the amount of people. Like, BTS was in Korea. Again, all the people in L.A., so I don't think they had as many as it had been reported. Yeah, agreed. Who were your best dressed? Okay, my best dress, I thought um, Miley looked amazing. Honestly, no words, yeah. yes. Yeah, speechless. I thought Lady Gaga killed it on all of her looks, but who's surprised? Right. My yeah. favorite was the, like, um, white. Oh, yeah. The, for the Tricon Award? Yes. Yeah. That was my favorite, mm-hmm. I think. But the green drop waist was stunning as well. Very pretty. Um, Madison Beer looked the best she's ever looked. She looked incredible. I heard a lot of people talking about her hair. I don't know her that well, but apparently it's something to do with her hair. Okay. Big deal. Maybe lighter or something? Maybe, know. yeah. I thought Bella Hadid looked really good. 
I did too, but when does she not? Right. I thought Jaden Smith's worked for him. Yes, it did. I'm going to say it. I'm coming around to Machine Gun Kelly. Oh my God. He was like my best dressed man. The hot pink. I know he's been getting a lot of hate for it, but I liked it. Grow up. I liked it. That's something that I would do. So I liked it. Yeah, it was such a good look for him, and it totally went with, like, the Bloody Valentine vibe and branding. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. He I was good. I mean, listen, nobody looked awful. I agree. I didn't think anyone was a total flop. Like, like yeah, I didn't – I don't think anyone looked awful. I, I, it just wasn't the same red carpet. I mean, you know, it just wasn't the same. Um, also, it should be noted that the weekend's makeup that you might have seen during his performance in any photos, it's the same makeup that he had done for the cover of his most recent album, so that's why he's all, like, bloody and, like, beaten up. Um, just wanted to make that reference. Also, you guys know I love BB Rexa. She looks yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you were going to like her look, too. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk, maybe you want to talk performances, like any highlights, any performances that you really liked? Um, Obviously, Rain On Me was everything that I expected. Okay, that, Lady Gaga was literally on that performance for nine minutes. She sang so many different songs off the most recent album, right? I wasn't as familiar with, because I didn't really listen to the whole album, but, because she started singing one song, and then she started Did Rain On Me, and then she did Stupid Love, like she was all over the place. A melody, I guess you could say. Yeah, I really like Doja Cat's performance. I thought <gasps> oh, me too. Point. Say so and like that. Um, I... Miley's! Oh my gosh! We have oh. got to talk about the wrecking mirror ball. Yes, we do need to talk about that. Um, iconic, amazing. I just, I feel like I've come around to becoming such a Miley stan. Oh, same. Listen. And I love a full circle moment. Me too. I do too. One of the things that I was seeing a lot online was with the different generations, as far as the VMAs are concerned, like for so many people, Britney Spears was the snake with the snake. That's what they think of when they think VMAs. Very Mm -hmm. iconic moment. But for me personally, whenever I think of the VMAs, I think of Miley Cyrus. Like the amount of iconic moments that she has had on that stage, on that show, from performing to hosting to winning whatever you want to call it. Like she at the VMAs can do no wrong to me because to me, she owns the VMAs. There is no one above her. It is her show and she is there to do whatever she wants. And that was totally her coming out party too. Literally a lot of people weren't happy. You guys, you might've seen the memes online. She obviously, you guys know her song mirror ball or not mirror ball wrecking ball. Very iconic from 2013. She swung naked on that wrecking ball. So during the VMA, she gets up on stage and swings clothed on a wrecking mirror ball. So it's like a disco ball, but wrecking ball. Right. Iconic. A lot of people didn't like it. I was seeing a lot of backlash. But Why? I think they felt like it had just been done before, but I'm kind of like you. I love a full circle moment. I'm happy for her. There's a um, truck with the wrecking mirror ball riding around L.A., currently and it you it can stop at your house and you can take pictures on it addison ray and courtney kardashian were on it yesterday um jojo siwa so yeah she's really really killing it and i'm very happy for her in this new era um 
I don't know. It was all really, really good. Um, the weekend, the weekend opened the show performing blinding lights, like a thousand plus feet up, um, on a like Manhattan skyscraper with a helicopter and fireworks. And I thought that was just a really cool way to open the show. Um, but yeah, rain on me and Doja cat. Those were probably, um, I I liked a baby. I thought his was good. It was good. It was good. They all felt like music videos though. I I must have to say. They did feel like music videos and it's, that's kind of weird because like they are obviously all those songs already have music videos. So it's a little, um, but you know, a lot of the performers wore masks during it, during their performances, which a lot of people were like, Oh, I guess they can lip sing pretty easily. Um, (laughs) I don't know. You, you make that decision. Um, I also, there were a lot of like political statements. Obviously black lives matter is a huge thing every day but has been such a cultural shift this year and so you saw a lot of that in different music videos in speeches the weekend won two different awards and both times he basically got up and said thank you but right now in this moment he didn't really feel like celebrating a lot and he just um he said justice for jacob um oh gosh what's jacob's last name i just drew a blank i'm so sorry jacob i have it written down right here jacob blake i'm sorry i wanted to say jacob Floyd, but it's George Floyd, Jacob Blake, and Breonna Taylor. So he he mentioned that. You still got those big political statements and big like moments during this award show, um, like you have in years past. Right. Um, as far as winners are concerned, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Well, Lady Gaga swept. She had the most of the night. Um, Ariana Grande. I kind of feel like Lady Gaga is like another one that kind of owns the VMAs. I do too. I feel like she's had so many moments. I do too. I am just going to say, I saw this on Twitter and I just have to agree with it. Grace, you may not agree with me, but I'm so happy for Lady Gaga to come to the VMAs and sweep and win all these awards. If that Mm -hmm. means that, um, that does not happen at the Grammys because I personally don't think, I think there's been a lot of other really good things. This year, I don't know if she should sweep at the Grammys like she did, but that's my personal opinion. I, I am going to talk about Grammys later in this. I just wanted to mention, but I did. I did love everything she did, and it was very deserving. And also, like she's been such a spoke person. I feel like during this pandemic, for so many different things, so I felt like it was really good of them to have her. Um, she and Ariana Grande together won Song of the Year, Best Collaboration, Best Cinematography. Lady Gaga won Artist of the Year as well as the Tricon Award, and Ariana Grande also won Best Music Video from Home with Justin Bieber for Stuck With You. Yes. Really exciting. Um, Best Direction went to Taylor Swift for the Man music video directed by Taylor Swift. She was the first woman artist to ever win this category for Best Director, so that's very exciting. Um, she sent in a video from her home. Meg the Stallion won for Best Hip Hop, obviously Savage. I was happy for her. I was too. She sent in a video as well, Poppin' Champagne. It was amazing. Uh, again, I wanted to mention that The Weeknd won Video of the Year and Best R&B for Blinding Lights. Grace, your guy, Machine Gun Kelly, won Best Alternative for Bloody Valentine. I was so happy because, could you, did you see how happy he was? Yes, he was really happy, yeah. 
And, like, he doesn't really get happy like that. No, so yeah. it was really sweet to see. I was pleased for him. Um, video for Good. This is kind of a video that has a cultural impact or makes some type of statement, etc. Um, it went to her for her song that she released during the Black Lives Matter movement called I Can't Breathe. Very deserving. Best Latin went to Maluma featuring Jay Balvin for K. Que Pina. Wait, also, I wanted to talk about that. What about that? Did you have a different... I'm attracted to the guy that sings it. Maluma? Yeah. Listen, he wore a highlighter yellow suit, and I was like, okay, if somebody can pull that off, like, way to go, bro. That's kind of how I felt about it. I was watching it with my mom, and I'm like, wait, like, he's kind of hot. Do you agree? And she's like, yeah, he's good looking. That's so funny. I love that. Um, Miley Cyrus this is this is pretty shocking to me Miley Cyrus won two VMAs best art direction and best editing for Mother's Daughter really? I didn't know that yeah those weren't given out during the show but yeah she did isn't that kind of crazy? I mean not crazy, crazy in a bad way but oh, also we should make mention that they did open the show and dedicate it to Chadwick Boseman um they Kiki opened it and said, We need to take the time to talk about the devastating loss of Chadwick Boseman, an actor whose talent and passion is a true inspiration to all the fans he touched and everyone he encouraged. We dedicate tonight's show to the man whose spirit touched so many. He is a true hero, not just on screen, but in everything he did. His impact lives forever. Retweet. I thought it was really great. I don't really have much else to say. Um, I feel like we covered a lot of ground there. Yeah. I mean, we didn't go through all the winners, but they there were a lot given not during the show for obvious reasons, I think. But all the big categories were given, and um, we mentioned them. So, happy yeah, VMAs. Yeah, and for what they were working with, I think they did do a great job. Oh, my gosh. Literally, I, no, like, you have to give MTV credit. They got really creative, and they did what they needed to do. To bring and them they really did the best they could, and yeah. for that, I give props. During a pandemic... They did the absolute best. So congratulations to MTV. The Emmys are up next, and I talked about those last week on the episode and how those were going to work. They're all, all the stars are going to be in their homes live during that. So it's going to be a different type of pandemic award show, and we can't wait to talk about it then. Yeah. Um, uh, I say we do Song of the Week. Let's do it. I definitely have some options. Okay. Do you have anything? Um, probably. If you have one, you can go first. I'm looking. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, I know mine. Okay, go for so, it. So, I saw on TikTok that this girl was like, so I've been a stan of this artist named Role Model for months, years maybe, and I have all the proof in the world that he is dating Emma Chamberlain. Oh my gosh, he, he, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. and so I am, pre- I'm totally on board with the theory, it's all adding up to me, and apparently he wrote a song about her called Blind, I posted on my story yesterday, and I've been listening to it non-stop, I think it's so sweet and so cute, and I just love it. I saw you post that, and I meant to say, like, uh, is that Emma Tamerlan's boyfriend, or? Yeah. It most definitely is, or so we think, anyways. Um, also, we should mention that she and James Charles have been collabing together, which is very yes. exciting. We'll get to that for sure. 
Um, I love that. So, uh, okay, mine, I'm just going to mention it. I can't say that I've been like bopping to it, but I do like it and I loved all the promo for it. Ice Cream um, with Blackpink, the K-pop group, and Selena Gomez. I just uh-huh. love a good bubblegum pop record. And uh, Blackpink, are, they're really cool. They have great vocals. Obviously, I love Selena. Um, the music video is really cool. And they sent out like homemade ice cream PR packages with like dry ice and actual ice cream. And it was cool to see a bunch of celebrities get that. So that's my song of the week. Saved on IG, maybe? Yeah, let's do it. You go first. Okay. I'm pulling mine up as we speak. I, of course, have several. You guys know that that's just kind of how I have to do things. I'm sorry if that overwhelms anyone. It overwhelms me as well, but I I just I can't help how many things that I save each week. Um, okay. My first one that I would like to mention is Brad Pitt. So Brad Pitt allegedly is now seeing German a German model. I don't know her name. I'm sorry. Just Excuse Google me? Brad Pitt and it would come up. What? Excuse me, he's seeing a German model, you say? Yes. Okay, let me just let me just fill you in on this. Brad Pitt is fifty six. This girl yeah. is twenty seven. They were Oh my god, that mm-hmm. gives me hope. They were spotted in the south of France together last week. And I'm going to look up her name just to tell you guys, because I feel bad that I didn't have it written down. Um, new girlfriend, 20. Oh, Nicole. Po. Po. Podlerski. I'm not good at name pronouncing. It's German. I don't know. Her name's Nicole. She's a German model. She's much younger. They were spotted at, in the South of France, at Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's chateau that they got married at. <laughs> Yeah, they still still own that if anyone's confused. But the interesting thing about all this is back in November of 2019, she and he were spotted together at a Kanye West show in LA. What? There's pictures, but nobody picked up on it. And then, you know, all award season, you know, he was at every award show. Why would anyone pick up on that if he was, was he not married at the time or what? No, yeah, no. He was was separated. Getting, I don't know. But there was some girl during award season, and I can't remember who it was at this very moment, that everyone was saying he was rumored to be dating. And I think people were so fascinated on that that they just totally overlooked this Nicole girl. Oh. And Nicole... Um, it should be noted has one son, but Brad Pitt and Angelina's divorce is not final. I don't think. I don't really know. We talked last week, I think, about their custody battles that are happening. I so I don't know. It seems like I'm. It's getting messy in their divorce, but he's living his life with this girl. So good for Brad Pitt. I, I'm almost 24, so I feel like I have a chance. You do, yeah. I mean, personally, I would really like to see him with Jim with Anderson. Me. Uh, you that too, that too. Or Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. It's a time. We will also accept that. We will. You're up. Okay. Oh, I feel like we alluded to a lot of these like in our discussion, but nonetheless, I'm going to just piggyback on our comment about Emma Chamberlain because, okay. as you mentioned, she and James Charles, they used to be like really good friends, and then they weren't for like two years. Yeah, what happened? Do we know? I don't know exactly. I think it might have had something to do with, like, the Tati video and, like, everyone turning on him. And she's, like, very unproblematic. So You're right, yeah. 
she's never friends with problematic people and they were also friends with like the Dolan twins and it doesn't seem like any of them were friends. Yeah. Well, she's not friends with the Dolan twins, right? Because No, cuz she supposedly dated Ethan. And right. Ethan yeah. Now dates some girl in Australia. So. Okay, so yeah. But that's that's sweet of them to rekindle. Yes. So nonetheless, they each did a YouTube video for one another's channels and I'm Loving the fact that they didn't, like, tease it at all. They just dropped it on us. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like oh, that's me too. And she posted a picture of them on Instagram and said, surprise, with the kiss emoji. And he posted pictures of them and said, surprise, Emma Chamberlain styled me for a week. Our collab videos are both out now. <sighs> so I was, like, in the middle of watching James's it's so good. recording. So I'm really excited. To what part it. did you get to? Um... Him trying on the green outfit. Okay, great. Also, Emma Chamberlain has never looked better. I don't know what's going on. Whatever he's doing. mm -hmm. The blonde hair, the yellow nails, the blue tie-dye. Like, I love blue and yellow. So, I think I was just really feeling her in that moment. Yeah. In every moment. But in that moment, particularly. I agree. Okay. My next one. This is something that a lot of my female friends have been asking me about. And I am the last person to judge anyone's sexuality because I personally know what that is like. And I'm just not going to do that to someone else. Um, But I I would be lying if I said that I wasn't just intrigued by what was happening. So Tommy Dorfman, who... This guy, like, he was... He's an actor. A Mm -hmm. model. He was in 13 Reasons Why. That's kind of where you might know him from. Um, but he is the most connected male in Hollywood. Maybe not the most, but he's like top five for sure. He's friends with everybody from Cara Delevingne to, I'm blanking at the moment, but he's literally always like to the whole Riverdale cast to like, I'm trying to think of, but he's like literally always with someone different, like high profile, his age, young, teen, drama, like early 20s, like that vibe. But he's always, Kaya Gerber, Pete Davidson is one of his best friends. Like he's just all over the place. So last week, he posts photos of him and Jacob Elordi, who literally, you guys know Jacob Elordi from uh, The Kissing Booth, and also, I believe, Euphoria. That's how, what I know him from. Um, but Tommy posted these very cheeky photos of them okay. together. Yeah, I want to get into this. Yes, and he did like a little heart emoji and then tagged Jacob Elordi. There's one where Jacob Elordi is kissing him on the cheek. There's another of them on a boat with it's very close. There's another one of them like hugging slash holding on to each other. So fans were like freaking out, like, yeah. what's going on? Jacob Elordi was previously something. right, and Jacob Elordi was just this past year linked to Zendaya, like it was that they were dating. Previously, he dated Joey King from the Kissing Booth. Very interesting. Is yeah. that all I know? But oh, also, Tommy has been married for four years. Right. This is where I start getting confused so i personally think it's just not romantic they're just kind of clowning us a little bit but a lot of females that are very attracted to jacob alordi were flipping out over this news yeah i saw some stuff on tiktok about it and i was like 
also really confused. Because also Jacob has been seen like being affectionate with Zendaya. But yes, like it was, it was allegedly they were dating back in those fall slash winter. Yeah, so I was like really confused. And honestly, I still am, especially because Tommy's married. Like, I think they are just like, but but what do they have in it to troll? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what's the purpose? They're looking for clout. Like, no, they don't need it. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. Again, I'm not judging. I just I understand no, the confusion. Sure, like, it's it's totally cool if that is the case. I just am curious. Yeah, I just but I do understand the confusion. I I get it. Yeah. What do you have for us? Okay, um, Kourtney Kardashian just posted a series of images from Italy. Ugh. Um, Of course she did. That's like her brand. Yeah, I'm just a little confused if this is old or new. Because it says, until we meet again, which implies that like they're leaving just now. But Rain's hair is long in the pictures. Oh, and they're old. And commented, in the middle of a pandemic. They're old. She was just in L.A. with Addison Ray yesterday. Okay, that's what I thought. That's mm -hmm. what I figured. But they're really, like, nice photos and, yeah. like, pretty photos. But I bet she's posting those because they normally spend, like, half the summer in Italy, I feel like. So she's Yeah, so it. maybe she's just reminiscing. Speaking of, this is not on my list, but I want to bring this up to you because we're talking about the Kardashians and Europe. Um, Kylie Jenner was in Paris, and people are pissed. And I'm kind of pissed, too. I thought that. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, Kylie, we get it. You're a billionaire. You got a lot of money. You can jet wherever you want. I thought we weren't allowed to be internationally traveling, but I'm sure you can do whatever you want. But all your young, impressionable followers I know. can't just zip around and do what they want. I know. I was thinking the same thing. It's a bad look. It, it is a bad look. It's especially a bad look. because, like, she's been roasted in the past for being privileged and, and and listen i'm an understanding person tell us why you're in paris you got some right. work thing like you like give us a little something but don't just like frolic around paris looking and, like, all hot and unbothered the in the room right right exactly um okay my next topic i did kind of already mention this but i just wanted to mention it once more um obviously the Black Lives Matter movement is ongoing, will forever be ongoing. Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back by police in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. I'm not sure about the date. It was very recent, though. I would say within the last few weeks. Um, and major stars and people in the sports world have been doing a lot to stay in solidarity. Um, so Kenny, the jet Smith, who is an anchor on the TNT show inside the NBA walked off live television last week in solidarity, the NBA playoff teams, major league soccer teams and major league baseball teams all are, um, like walking off the field slash court in solidarity as well. So I just wanted to mention that and kind of highlight that movement. And again, there's a lot of people that are being, that we need justice for, Breonna Taylor, Jacob Blake, George Floyd. And I do find it really commendable that a lot of these um, athletes are, are stepping up. Agreed. 
Um, okay. My next one, uh, we talked about Machine Gun Kelly's look at the VMAs and how he was getting some, like, haters talking about him wearing pink, which is so weird in the year 2020, but beside the point. And he's, like, um, poking fun at his haters and being like, you're mad, you're mad, just say Um. you're mad. And it's just totally him and, like, his funny sarcastic aggressive sense of humor so it made me giggle that is hilarious um my next one is that orlando bloom and katie perry have welcomed their new baby girl orlando's second child he has a son from a previous relationship katie perry's first first child daisy dove bloom is the name they had the baby like last wednesday i want to say and then katie perry dropped an album on friday this girl is hardworking. Congratulations to the happy couple. Um, it's allegedly they're going to be raising her in the UK. I'm not sure if that's true. They posted a lengthy caption. Um, they let they let UNICEF announce it, which was interesting. And the caption has to do with UNICEF and them being goodwill ambassadors. And their, um, their whole thing is they're trying to bloom generosity through this so they're obviously starting out her life very well and in in a positive way so congratulations to them congratulations um my next one was posted by anthony from queer eye and it's him and tan from queer eye tan france like Mm -hmm. really sweet and tender like backwards hug and he said there are much better reasons to wear a mask than so Tani and I can one day pose like this again. But for today, that's my reason. Thank you. Oh, you do love a queer eye moment. I do. Um, my next one, I don't really want us to have a lot of discussion about because it could really get my blood boiling and I'm just not in the mood. Right. Khloe Kardashian posted a fire oh, oh. bikini photo. She looks incredible. She's got the dark brown hair. Her body looks snatched. I think it's a good American swimsuit line that she's promoting. And Scott Disick comments and says, At real Tristan 13, a.k.a. Tristan Thompson, is a lucky man. The internet went wild with this because that basically insinuates that Chloe and Tristan are back together. We've heard the rumors. Tristan is no one's top choice for Chloe. In fact, in my opinion, he's the last person I'd want her to be with, but that's just my opinion. Um, And... People were outraged. Scott deleted the comment. Not sure what that means, but I'm just telling you so you can, again, make up your They're mind. They're totally back together. They're totally back together. It's infuriating, but whatever. Whatever. Okay, this one Kate and I both shared, and it's Cardi B and Culture. They're both in their pink outfits wearing their pink Birkins. Yes, Culture has a pink Birkin in her hand. And um, her me and my best friend. It's really adorable. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, I loved everything about that. I'm just, like, visualizing, visualizing it in my head. Um, okay. This next one is just very disturbing to me, but I want to mention it. Chrissy Teigen did a series of Instagram stories last week talking about how she's been pregnant and she's been really addicted to sour candy. And um, in the stories, she showed us her tongue. Grace, uh, literally, her tongue is falling off. 
like it is burnt, it is scabbed. It is, she like touches it and pulls it off, pulls some of it off. Like oh, no. I'm gonna send it to you, and it is horrifying. So prayers, literally, to Chrissy Teigen during this pregnancy because I, I'm sure that's a struggle, but also like let's save your tongue, Chrissy. Like. Oh, no. You need your time. It was, yeah. Anyways. Oof. Yikes. Okay. Um. I have a bunch saved from Lady Gaga from all of her wins. Um. Mm-hmm. Iconic all around. Yeah, iconic all around. Someone did this really cool, like, cartoon, like, anime sort of thing of her that I thought was awesome. Mm. And, I mean, she just totally tore the house down. I feel like, um, you know when you can tell that a network has, like, a favorite character? Mm -hmm. Like, on Bravo, I can always tell who Andy likes and doesn't like. Yeah. I feel like MTV's favorite character for the VMAs this year was Lady Gaga. Oh, for sure, for sure. How could it not be? She gave them everything they needed. You know? Agreed. Yeah. Um, I wanted to update you guys on TikTokers Bryce Hall and Blake Gray. As you know, the LA mayor shut off their power and water two weeks ago, a few weeks ago, due to them throwing massive gatherings slash parties in the city. They've moved homes a few times now, um, but it was announced that both are now facing criminal charges, all for throwing a party during a pandemic. So wear a mask and keep yeah, them in the crowd. Totally- an example out of them. They are. They're both getting one misdemeanor count for violating the safe LA health order and the city's party ordinance. Um, Also, it's important to note that Bryce was literally arrested in May in Texas for marijuana possession. Um, This all happened on August 14th, Bryce's 21st birthday. They're facing up to one year in jail and a large amount of money as a fine. I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. But I wanted to update you since we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. And they seem to like they could care less on TikTok. So, wow, good for them. Yeah, I guess if you can do it, you can do it. Um, my next one. I've talked before about my obsession slash crush on Joe Burrow. He was the quarterback for LSU last year, and now was drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. And he posted a photo on Instagram yesterday. When I say he has never looked better. Like, I honestly want to make this my background on my phone. He's uh, so hot. That. So, just my crush of the week. Nothing new to report. Well, you know, it, it wouldn't be an episode of Saturation if you didn't tell us your crush for the week. So. Exactly. I'm happy for you. Um, Ariana Grande is the first woman to ever reach 200 million followers on Instagram. She's not the most followed person on Instagram, but she is the first woman to cross 200 million. So, congratulations to Ari. Or maybe she is the most followed. I don't know. It changes so often, I, I don't know. But she's definitely way up there. Yeah. Okay, this one is so interesting. I saw E! News posted this paparazzi photo of Netflix stars. Okay. Damien Powers from Love is Blind. If you remember uh-huh, him, uh huh, uh huh, I'm familiar. The girl that like he like came to the altar and said no, but then they were still together at the reunion. Uh-huh. Do you remember? 
kind of. I didn't watch either of those shows, but I know what you're talking about. You watched Love is Blind? Only two episodes. Oh, okay. Never mind then. And then Francesca from Too Hot to Handle. This couple is not making sense to me. I'm like so confused. I know who they are though. I do know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. really weirding me out. It's a crossover. And, <coughs> sorry, Francesca's been hanging out with Tana. So interesting. Yeah, I knew that. It's just I, funny. Like, why him? Yeah. I don't know. Um, my next one is Harper's Bazaar September cover. Um, it is a beautiful and stunning photo of Princess Diana. And the cover title says, Diana, a tribute to a princess. And it says, as October 31 marks the 23rd anniversary of Princess Diana's tragic death, we're celebrating the legacy the late royal left behind. From the trend-setting sense of style to her philanthropic endeavors and travels around the world, Princess Di became the people's princess, not only to the people of Britain, but to the entire world. I thought it was really sweet. It's a beautiful photo. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this one is worth mentioning. I'll end on this one. Okay. So there's this um, other guy I have a crush on, but... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> His name's Cole Bennett, and he is like a video music, like a rap video music producer, music video producer. Uh-huh. He has this company that, like, he founded called Lyrical Lemonade. He's a Chicago boy. He's so hot. Anyways. um, And he works with, like, really famous artists. And he posted this teaser of him with Roddy Rich and YBN Corday, who are two of my favorite hip-hop artists, Mm -hmm. which I thought it might not be worth mentioning because, unfortunately, the song did not live up to my expectations. Okay. I was so excited to see this collaboration that I saved it anyways. And maybe I just need to listen to the song a couple more times. I don't know, but yeah, I figured it's mentioning. It could grow on you. You never yes. know. Um, yeah, no, I feel that. That happens to me too. I'm sure it happens to everyone listening. Um, yeah. Emma Roberts, we've mentioned here on here recently that uh, allegedly she's pregnant and expecting a child. And she confirmed that over the weekend by posting a gorgeous solo of her just lounging in a dress, cradling her bump. And she said, me, dot, 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 and my two favorite guys, insinuating one, that she's pregnant, two, that she's having a boy. And honestly, I have an article saved here that lists the, her husband's name and it's not loading for some reason. So, well, not husband. I'm sorry, boyfriend. They're not in, they're not even engaged. They're just dating, but they're having a child. And I don't know his name. I'm sorry. Google it. I normally give you all the facts, but it's not working at the moment. Um, and several people commented on it, like Leah Michelle, Julia Roberts, her aunt. So very excited for her. And also, the paparazzi has been trying to get a picture of her bump for weeks. So now, thank the Lord for her. She can stop hiding it and do her yeah. thing. Because I'm sure that's... Not fun. Agreed. Um, what else? That was my last one. Okay, I have a few to round it out. My first one is that Forbes has released the list of the world's highest paid celebrities for 2020. Ooh. Um, so, the, all, the list of people earned a combined total of... $6.1 billion before taxes and fees. Wow. Um, 
crazy. Who do you think number one is? For celebrities? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That is so hard. Give me a hint. I mean, I think you probably know who it is. It's kind Kim? of obvious. Kim? No. The highest paid celebrity is Kylie Jenner. Okay. $590 million so far Which in 2020. Um, number two. Do you have a guess for number two? Boy or girl? Boy. Kanye? Yes. Holy shit. $170 million. And he did a podcast today with uh, Nick Cannon, and he's talking about a lot of things on there. But one thing that he mentioned was that last year he spent $50 million on Sunday services. Uh, wow. Um, number three is Roger Federer with $106.3 million. Number four is Christian Ronaldo with $105 million. And number five is um, Lionel Messi. He's a soccer player. I'm sure I mispronounced that. Um <laughs> Yes, at 104 million. So, uh, very interesting. Uh, it's like very surprising. Like the rest in the top 10 are Tyler Perry, um, Neymar, Howard Stern, LeBron James, Dwayne Johnson. That's your top 10. Very interesting. Um, Ellen is number 12. Elton John is number 14. Uh, Ariana Grande is number 17. Ryan Reynolds is number 18. The Jonas Brothers are number 20. Um, uh, the Chainsmokers are number 21, Ed Sheeran is number 64, Taylor Swift's number 25, um, Post Malone's number 28. I thought you were going to say Taylor was after Ed for a second, and I was like, what? She is. Wait, I thought you said he was, like, in the 30s and she was in the 20s. Kemp's not even in the top 30, that's crazy. Uh, okay. he's 23 and she's 25. They're very close. Oh. They're, like, neck and neck, basically. Yeah. Anyways, I always think that stuff's interesting, so I don't want to mention. Speaking of Ed Sheeran, um, he and his... I I remember I brought this up, that he and his, I that they were pregnant, allegedly. He and his wife, Cherry. And he posted today and said, Hello, a quick message from me as I have some personal news that I wanted to share with you. Last week, with the help of an amazing delivery team, Cherry gave birth to our beautiful and healthy daughter, Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. We are completely in love with her. Both mom and baby are doing amazing, and we are on cloud nine over here. We hope that you can respect our privacy at this time with lots of love, and I'll see you when it's time to come back, comma, Ed X. Um, the interesting thing about the photo is that it's, like, on this blanket that's, like, blue and green and brown with a pair of navy and uh, gray socks, which would insinuate a boy, but he says yeah. if you read the caption that they had a girl. So congratulations to them. Lots of babies happening. And then the last thing that I wanted to mention, I read this great article today posted by Billboard that my friend Justin sent to me, um, and it's all about Grammy eligibility. So just to keep in mind, as we continue to talk about the Grammys this year, the eligibility period ended yesterday, August 31st. We're recording on September 1st. So anything from now until the Grammys is not eligible. It will go for the next eligibility year. So anything from now going back is eligible um, from September 1, 2019 to August 31, 2020. So I'm very excited to see. There's a lot of interesting predictions in the article. Taylor Swift, the Dixie Chicks, Billie Eilish, Lady Gaga, Dua Lipa, Harry Styles, 
Marianne all Morris. All of whom I'm fans of, so yeah, love no. that one. It should be a good situation. I'm hoping for good things. The article was very insightful, and that's all I got, folks. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Sorry that we had to start it on a sad note, but we had to talk about it, okay? It is important to pay our respect to the king. 100%. 100%. I also want to mention next week for our loyal listeners, schedule might be a little different. We, I've, we're, we're working on some things, and um, I don't know all the details yet. But um, if there's not an episode out on Wednesday and you're confused, just hold tight because we'll definitely keep you updated. Yeah, we'll keep you updated on Instagram, so you better be following us there. Give us yes. a review. Plug and, it. Yeah. Okay, guys. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.